Hello everyone, my name is Ray Gomez. I'm a business sales coach. I'm also a real estate investor, best-selling author, and a Cutco Cutty Sales Consultant and Coach. And welcome to another episode of Sell Yourself to Drive Sales, where we help you sharpen your mindset, build better relationship and communication skills so sales comes naturally. To learn more about my background in sales, you can visit my website at gomez, G-O-M-E-S-P-P-Coaching.com. You can also click on our social media link to follow us on social media. Today, I have a very good friend of mine. Her name is Taylor Shom. She's the Senior Director for Melaleuca, and where she helps family uh, to live a healthy lifestyle and also an expert to working online with with what she does. So I wanted to bring Taylor on here to share some tips, some advice for all of us out there who are transitioning into working from home. So Taylor, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, right? Yeah, absolutely. By the way, for those of you who don't tell and tell a little bit, Taylor and I met about two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago. Uh, we met through a networking event and um, I was in a corporate world and I was miserable and Taylor decided to reach out to share what she was doing and as she was going through her presentation it made me realize how much I miss my Cutco direct sales business and uh, I would say one of the first person to help me transition to the new me here so I'll never forget that uh, that first meeting uh at the park yeah. right <laughs> so, yeah it was like right by the lake or something yeah 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 so it's pretty cool and uh to watch her grow and uh you know she introduced me to her mom who's really right across the bridge from me now in fort myers yeah. um and it's kind of funny that your mom knows the president of cutco so <laughs> yeah that was like a small, small world. world, right? So, so Taylor, with, with everything going on, how's business with Mel and Luca going for you? Um, it's been going really well. I think, you know, as a company, we are positioned really well to be able to serve people during just the state of the world right now because we're an online major manufacturer. We, you know, are fully stocked. We're kind of running at full tilt because we prepared for this situation. And a lot of people are looking for online resources that they can trust. And we're just, we're an affordable version of that. So in a lot of ways we can meet needs. Um, but ultimately, you know, it's still a relationship business. And just because you have a product that someone needs doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be successful. And, um, you know, I think I'm really proud of how we as a company have stewarded our positioning and just all of us out in the field too, you know, that we've talked a lot about leading with helping versus selling and making sure that we're meet, truly meeting needs and, and being in relationship with people and not just pushing things on them just because we have something, you know, yeah. special at the moment. Um, so it's kind of, a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting place to be during like a global pandemic, being able to serve the need that's that's you know <laughs> of the hour right um, to do that well i think takes takes a certain amount of care absolutely so. now you talk about building relationship what is what are some yeah. things that you do to build relationship online because obviously we're not seeing them face to face right and uh are you doing a lot of, like phone conversation yeah. zoom um kind of a mix you know 
the company I work with in particular is really cautious about our social media presence. We don't just want to blast things on social media. And I think a lot of times in a sales world that can be really tempting, especially if you have something relevant to, to say and to share, it can be really tempting to just want to like blast it to people. Um, and we really encourage people to slow down and have empathy and connect with people because nobody wants to be sold to truly. Absolutely. Um, but we do want to find good resources and, you know, are open to being helped and things like that. <clears throat> so, um, ultimately that's what my life and the people that I work with have lo- has looked like during this new day and age is basically thinking through if this is a relationship business, how do I keep having a relationship with people authentically right. when I can't go grab a coffee with them? And so it's been some zoom meetings and some phone calls and some emailing. And, you know, <laughs> I, I try and mix up the actual medium of it because otherwise it's exhausting, you know, if you yeah. do the same thing all the time and still it can be exhausting. Um, when you don't get to see people in in real life, I think it kind of takes a little bit of a toll regardless, but I try and meet people where, where they're at and do what they're most comfortable with as far as like which medium. Um, but it's just about like, this is what I'm used to doing. How do I transition it? Even actually Ray, the, um, the networking event that you and I met at, um, I haven't gone super consistently, but every so often I'm like, I should go back there. Like you never know who you're going to meet, you know? Yeah. And I, and I I think they're doing it online now where you could like go into like a zoom. Yeah, I, yes. I I haven't I haven't gone in yet, but I got a couple of emails saying they're doing like networking online. So I thought that was pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, I did that because I've always kind of tried to balance different legs of my business. You know, I connect on LinkedIn with people, I connect at networking events with people, I connect in person with people, and so thinking through how to transition my life, it isn't just a matter of how do I connect with each person individually that's part of it but it's also well I was networking before right how do I keep that going and I was also doing this before how do I keep that going and so um I've really liked that they've done some virtual events I haven't done a ton of them but I did a few and it's just a good way to keep that like you know that going so right absolutely I mean everything I'm doing now virtually too um I think like it's very rare I go out unless I'm going to the store right now but mm-hmm. I'm actually more productive at home now because I could fit in five yeah. appointments in two hours versus two appointments right. in two hours, right? So, um, and, and I, I think the whole transitioning into online, I think is the best thing ever. I mean, you have more productivity and you get to, especially as an entrepreneur like yourself, you get to make your own hours, right? You get to decide mm-hmm. when you want to go online, when you don't want to go. And uh, mm-hmm. I think that that could also be a difficult test for someone who's like not disciplined, where, you know, like not putting the hours in, right? How, how do you manage your time, like to still stay consistent with your work and still have fun? It's interesting. Time management has become more of a challenge because of what you're saying about how like there is a commuting to worry about, which on first glance seems like a positive and it is, you have more time to work with. But I, I realized a few weeks into quarantine, I was like, I'm working a lot, you know, <laughs> and because I, I didn't have to commute, and I was like, man, I'm working more hours because yep. I'm fitting more in, and it started to, to, like, I was like, why am I so tired? I was like, that's why I'm so tired. I'm working more, and, you know, I think 
just being someone who is fairly driven and feels a, a responsibility to build my business. You know, my business is based on commission and residual too, but um, I don't have a base salary. I build a base salary through residual. So it's up to me. I'm, I have to create it myself. Right. And so I, I just am more inclined to feel guilty if I go for a long walk or take a nap, you know, or like things like that, which I love naps, but I, you know, uh, little things like that. Where, naps. Yeah, Everyone like, loves naps. <laughs> I've had to kind of reconsider my schedule and think like what breaks, what kinds of breaks are, am I allowed, allowing myself to take and how do I take care of myself while also taking advantage of the fact that I have more time available, yeah. you know? So how, how do you stay motivated on the phone, like scheduling appointments, talking, I mean, no one loves to be on the phone 24 seven, right? In matter of fact, for some people, it's like the most terrifying thing, right? So how do you stay motivated yeah. making those phone calls? I think two things. One is I try and have balance. So mm -hmm. days where I'm on the phone all day, I'm exhausted. But days where I don't make any phone calls and I'm not talking to anyone, I get lazy. And I think my best situation is when I balance my schedule and I have a call in the morning, a call in the middle of the day, a call at the end of the day. And I'm not back to back to back meetings all day, but I do have those moments where I plug in and show up and then I unplug. And so for me, having a rhythm to it really helps me stay motivated because I don't burn myself out, but I don't get in a rut. Um, and then the other thing is I was talking with someone yesterday about like her motivation. She's had a hard time staying motivated. And I talked a lot about like, it's different when you make a decision and when you really make a decision, like when you make a decision, like I'm going to do this, that it doesn't matter if you feel like it or if you don't, like you already decided you were going to, and you do it whether the desire's there or not. Mm -hmm. And so I, I have that kind of ingrained in me. I think it's just something I've disciplined myself to like make a decision first of deciding what my schedule is going to look like or deciding what phone calls I'm going to make, putting it in my calendar the way that I, I feel is wise. And then if I don't feel like it, you know, every so often, if I need to move something, I will, but more often than not, like I've already committed to doing the thing that I've decided to do. Absolutely. So, I yeah. Know. I like to reward myself. I have this thing that um, if I have to do phone calls and I like coffee, like I'm not allowed to take a sip of coffee until mm -hmm. I at least make 10 calls, regardless if someone pick up or if I talk to. So I say, as long as I make 10 right. phone calls, I'm going to get a sip of coffee, right? Or uh, somewhere in the late in the afternoon, I would do like uh, ice cream or candy bun. I'm like, I'm going to make calls or I'm going to do the, a meeting. Yeah. So I like to, I like the whole thing of rewarding yourself because I go crazy otherwise. <laughs> so, yeah. but how about, I mean, obviously in a healthcare too, like I know we're all quarantined at home. I think it's important to still go out for a walk, like for a run or something like that. Right. What are some of your health, like, you know, some tips to like still stay in, you know, not go insane, but you know, still maintain a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. I started riding my bike more, but also, so I go to a gym here in town, um, get fit 615. Um, it's a small community gym. It's based on community and we've got workouts and you show up and it's a class environment, but yeah. also like, if you don't feel like doing it that day, then there's, then you don't have to, like, it's very meet you where you are kind of a gym. 
and we've transitioned to doing Zoom workouts, which has been really nice because you can kind of create a home gym situation where you find weights or things that resemble yeah. weights that you can bring with you. And you do the workout, but you're also not just doing it on your own. Like we right. still have like my instructor that I'm used to is leading it. And I recognize faces from people that I used to see in the gym. And um, that has... I, I realize how much of an important part of my social life my gym was and not having that is actually like not only for my physical health, but there's just so much of it. And, and I do miss working out next to people, but at least for now that helps. It, it's so. kind of fine. That's, that's the gym in East Nashville, right? The gym that you yeah. mentioned. Yeah. I remember because yeah. I believe I've met one of the owners when I was driving for Lyft and he was one of the, the passenger and he gave me a membership out there and I was like, I just never had a chance, but uh, it's a really cool place for those of you in Nashville, just check it out. Um, yeah, mental health is definitely key here. Uh, obviously, lucky for me now at my house, I could go outside and do some workout outside. I actually hired a personal trainer too, so I'm like, I tried doing by myself and it didn't work. So. <laughs> So staying more healthy, yeah. right? Um, so last question here, sales is very important. Uh, you're in sales, you've been doing sales for a while. A lot of people are scared of sales, but for me is if you can sell, you can succeed because it's like survival, right? Um, yeah. Why do you think people should, should learn even like even master basic sales skills? Like what, what value or benefit can they get out of it from learning some sales skills? Because everything is sales. Even if, you know, when people say that sale, sales is a bad thing, yeah. um, it's because they were on the receiving end of someone who was sleazy or like did, who gave it a bad name, but everything is sales. If you're a mom and you've got a toddler that you're trying to convince to eat something, that's sales. <laughs> if you're dating, like that's sales. Everything comes down to those techniques. There's a book I read called Sell or Be Sold by Grant Cardone. Yep. And he, that's one of the first things he starts with. And then he goes through all these different little techniques and little just changes in mentality. And it's not a matter of convincing or manipulating. It's a matter of learning how to communicate effectively and just like meeting people where they are and it's just communication. And so anyone, even if that's not your profession, learning those skills, I think is just learning how to like navigate relationships in a healthy way. Truly. Do you, do you think listening so. skills is one of the most important communication skills to learn in sales? I think yes. Um, but it doesn't stop there. Like actively, like you can sit and be quiet and be listening without actually hearing. Um, yeah. but I guess kind of about one of the things I haven't actually, there are other things that I've from that book that I've told people, there's one that you just triggered for me that I haven't thought of since I read it, which was that, um, making people feel understood is actually, um, more important than actually understanding them, which sounds little shady maybe, but the idea is like, yeah, understand them, but it doesn't mean anything if they don't feel understood. And right. learning techniques of like things like repeating back to someone what they said to you, um, like little things like that of saying things and using some of the words that they used when they said it to you and repeating back to them, like mirroring it back to them, 
they're going to feel like, wow, they, they, not only did you listen, but they, they feel that you listened, you mm-hmm. know, yep. so, yes, listening is an important communication skill, but also making sure the other person feels like you listened to and learning. You could, that's how you could take it to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's how, you know, that's what I've learned throughout is, you know, not only listen, but to also like make people feel understood, feel appreciated, right? People want that relationship. Mm-hmm. So cool. So uh, Taylor, yeah. I know you work with Mel and Luca. Um, how can people get in touch with you if they're interested, you know, taking a look at what you do and how you can help them? Uh, yeah, if you want, you could put my email address somewhere. Um, it's, T.K. Shomp, uh, Shomp is my last name, S-C-H-O-M-P, T.K. Shomp at gmail.com. Uh, anyone could just reach out to me individually. Um, you can put my cell phone number too, you know. Okay. Uh, okay. And that would probably be the best way. You know, we have a website, but I prefer to connect with people individually. There you have it. Relationship building right there, right from the start, right? It's not so much about a product. It's about building that long-term relationship. So, all right, everyone, there you go. Another episode you learned from one of the best who's been doing this for a while now. And uh, if you follow her on social media as well, you'll see all the awards that she gets. Uh, very humble person. Uh, it's hard to give appraisal because she's very humble. So, But she deserves all the praise for her hard work. Uh, definitely one of my inspiration. We stayed friends and I'm glad we met at that networking event. Uh, I will never forget how we met. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, anyways, guys, there you go. Another episode. Go out there, learn some sales skills because that is your survival mode.